Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everything in between, welcome back to The Kevin Clifton Show. And um, I've brought Chris Mann back on this week. Um, you've, you'll have heard his episodes a few weeks back, maybe a couple of months back. Mate, um, I think it was pre-COVID. <laughs> Pre-COVID, was it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we were talking about... So Chris is a, um, an amazing... Photographer, yeah, photographer. Right, more yeah. than it's more than that. Just he, a guy. He, just he a makes, guy with he a makes incredible pictures with his camera, um, and also movies and stuff like films and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he does all sorts with his camera. He's, he's very much a genius. He, he took the um, picture that's on the front cover of this podcast actually of me. He's one of the few people that can make me look all right in a picture. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that is untrue. Um, but. Also, um, he's been an actor, and me and him, whenever we get together, basically, we sort of, we end up talking about art, the nature of art in mm. any sense and any context, and we get very ranty, and um, it, always, <laughs> it always just breaks down into a, a big conversation about the purpose of art, and that is what I wanted this week's episode to be about. Um, basically, what is art's place in in, in the world, in, in, in society, and what, what can we accept as art or not? And the, the thing that sort of triggered it for me was that a lot of you will have seen, um, was it a week ago or, or two weeks ago, the, um, the dance troupe Diversity, really good dance troupe. Um, they did a number on Britain's Got Talent uh, that, had, that was very much about everything that we've gone through in 2020, um, and it made reference to the killing of George Floyd and sort of a, a, a Black Lives Matter message and a message of sort of maybe this is that year where you have to get sick before we can heal and get better again. And, and I think by the end, it was sort of an overall message of hope and how we can heal and all kind of unite and pull together. But then in the aftermath of that number, and this is not a podcast about the politics of Black Lives Matter, it's, it's more about art, I want that to be clear. Um, in the aftermath of that number happening on, on TV, it started off, it got about um, a thousand odd complaints, uh, something like 1500 complaints about them making reference to um, the George Floyd killing uh, within the number, the, the sort of the knee on the neck point and making reference to say Black Lives Matter. Um, it got about, yeah, about 1,500 complaints. And then interestingly, I think it was the Daily Mail ran a piece on it um, about people complaining about it, at which point the complaints then shot up to like 15,000 complaints. And I think it's now up to like 22, 23,000 complaints about the number. And it was just really interesting that those complaints were happening. And I was sort of following the conversation on Twitter a little bit, which is never fun. Um, but people seem to be saying, their argument for if they were one of those that complained, they seem to be saying that politics has no place in art or, or the other way around. That like art, that is not the place to bring any kind of like message, you know, or politics in. Where would they like their message? Well, I'm this is the point. This, yeah, this is the point. My view on it is that in the aftermath of what happened with George Floyd, there were... There were protests um, that, you know, we all saw a, a lot happening. People marched in the streets. Sometimes it, it got, you know, a bit tense. Sometimes a lot of it was very peaceful protests. But then the argument that people were throwing at, at those protesters was 
do it in a more peaceful way. And now diversity have done a dance on TV and people are going, this is not the place for it. So it's sort of, <laughs> I get a bit like, well, what is the place for it then? You ask them to, you know, to do it in a peaceful way and they've done a dance and you're angry about that. Like, how, how would you like people? But the dance itself wasn't really a protest. It was a, a, a piece of art that happened to include... Um, that happened to include references to events of this year. Now, I'll read you out that there's been a couple of statements since the dance in sort of commenting on the fact that there were complaints. ITV put out a statement saying, Britain's Got Talent has always been an inclusive show which showcases diversity and supports strong stories, not diversity, the group, as in <laughs> diversity in general, which showcases diversity and supports strong storytelling in all forms, and ITV stands behind the decision to broadcast diversity's performance on BGT. Ashley and the group are a great example of the talent, creativity and diversity of modern Britain and their performance was an authentic, heartfelt response to many of the issues and events which have affected society in 2020. Um, Ofcom have now released a statement because people were complaining to Off Ofcom, obviously. Ofcom's assessment of Britain's Got Talent aired on Saturday the 5th of September 2020. <clears throat> We carefully considered a large number of complaints about this artistic routine, an area where freedom of expression is particularly important. Diversity's performance referred to challenging and potentially controversial subjects, and in our view, its central message was a call for social cohesion and unity. Any depictions of violence by the performers were highly stylized and symbolic of recent global events, and there was no explicit reference to any particular political organization, but rather a message that the lives of black people matter. We will not be taking this case on to formal investigation. So ITV and Ofcom not willing to sort of really entertain those complaints. They don't feel it's necessary to make an investigation into what's happened. But yeah, it's, I, I get annoyed about people saying there's no place for that kind of thing in, in art. Chris Mann. Hello. Is there a place for what do messages they think art in is? art? Right, yeah, what, tell what, me, talk to me. May I... Oh. Uh, uh, do, do you know what? Mate? So both of us were. What What's interesting about mine and Kev's relationship is I think that we're both actually quite boring blokes <laughs> from, from quite normal places where, like, the, the art didn't happen at our school. Drama didn't happen at where. I, no. Do you know what I mean? It's not a no. thing. Like you, your parents were dancers, but it wasn't. Mm. Your school wasn't a dance. Do you know what I mean? No. You're just at an everyday school, and also, and I know this is true because you've told me. Both of our views on what we might do and how we might do it were changed by pieces of art, yeah. As in shows or dances or songs or whatever. Like I, I started acting because I saw a show at college, just a college show, and I was moved to tears. Yeah. And I don't. I probably never. Do you know what I mean? I probably never cried. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, I've got to do this. Mm. And chased it, and I remember you saying because you you like danced as in been brought up through the ballroom Latin yeah stuff. And then you saw that show that changed Burn the Floor and it changed the way you thought dance could exist. Yeah, it was Burn the Floor and Edward Scissorhands that Matthew yes, Bourne did. Yeah. Like it just, it changed the way that I saw the whole thing. So, so, so the, through that, like art, art, is, art is a way that a message can reach anybody at any mm. time. And I guess, mate, I guess it makes me frustrated. You know when you see, I don't know, shit, shit pictures in coffee shops? You think, how did that end up there? And you yeah. know exactly how it ended up there. They put up a piece of shit art. Still art, fine. A piece of shit art that wouldn't offend anybody and wouldn't say anything. Right. Leave it blank. 
spend more on your paint. Do you know what I mean? There are, like, is it just there to fill a hole in the wall? I'd rather see the hole in the wall. I'd rather know a bit of the story of the building than have this piece of cack you've put there from Ikea just to, just to hide your inability to make any statement. So my parents, when they talk about... Uh, bless them. God bless them. Um, they, they, I remember there was a point where they were like, we're going we're gonna to go together and spend some money on art. And I said, you know what your problem is? You don't have the same opinion. Art by committee does not work. Mm. I was like, you should buy two paintings and the other one just has to deal with the fact that one of them might, they might not like. Like, that's, that's for me, that's what art is. The diversity thing is weird because I, I actually don't think they made a statement. I don't... No, that's not true. I take that back. They, they made a statement, but I don't think it was strong enough. I, I, would, have, I would have liked, in that, in that moment, the, I thought the most moving bit of it was when they kneeled down because it was the stillness. The reality is these guys make a living and are good at it. Moving is what they do, dancing. Hmm. And the reality is a much bigger stand would have been not to dance. Right. Be on stage, even rehearse the whole thing and make it happen. But as soon as the cameras roll, kneel down, just like they did in the middle of the video. Because hmm. I was like, that's powerful, stillness. Because what they didn't, actually what they did was the thing they always do. So nothing changed except for the message. And, and I, I wholeheartedly am I'm ecstatic that they chose those messages yeah, because it's so important. And especially while the world is on it and it's hot, like like strike while the iron is hot. So yeah. I'm, so, I'm like so happy they did it, but I'm also a little bit disappointed <laughs> that, that they, that it wasn't a, a really strong message. Cause it was almost like, it was almost a theme and not a message. Like we know the message. I can't get the video of George Floyd, the actual video out of my head. No. Cause I watched a man die. Mm. Like that is powerful. I don't need a group of dancers to reenact it for me, for me to remember. If they kneel down, I have to think about, I have to think about why they're kneeling down. So in that moment of stillness, I am forced to think about what I think, not about what you're showing me. And I think this is the really interesting thing that, and I think we have it in common with art, is that there's the, there's the obvious way of doing things, which sort of is actually about numbing people. And I think this is what why people complain is because they put Saturday Night Telly on to be numbed because they're sick of the news because the mm. news is full of fucking Boris Johnson being a complete wanker or or whatever <laughs> um, and also the, the difficult and important stuff about um, Black Lives Matter or gender or any of the the relatively new issues that have been brought to the forefront not new issues as in newness of their arrival yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at this level and I think what people are actually saying is I switched the telly on to not think about it and you made me think about it and it's fucking brilliant yeah absolutely you don't get to switch off yeah yeah although although I w- again this is like I understand that we are both now despite where we came from and, and all of like whatever our past is we're both now priv- like privileged yeah, men 100% and which makes it I understand makes it easier for me in some ways to say no no you should be listening to these messages because because now I have a decent job and a decent income uh, yeah. and a job that fulfills me as well. Like I'm in a much more a position where I'm open to, pardon me, listening to new, listen, listening to things and taking it in. And I live mm. in a city that is, that is where you have to embrace that, like a multicultural city. Mm. But the reality is if, if you live somewhere where there is less opportunity and you've not had the, what, the chances that other people have and there isn't the same money around, especially in a pandemic and you've just lost your job, I get that you might put the telly on to switch off, but there are other channels. This is yeah. my point, is like, you don't like it, turn it over. 
Exactly. And this is this is one of the things like that was a massive. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. no, no, This is why we bring you on because you got like like you have all these opinions on on art. What's hilarious is is. I, I loved it, right? I'm going to say that I, I loved the piece that they did. And actually, it moved me. And I, and I thought it was great that they did it. And I was astounded that people complained about mm-hmm. it. I was like, I couldn't believe that people were writing in to, to complain about this. And then the bit that they... Um, no, no, the, the bit that's hilarious is that I'm sort of there going, this is great. I love this diversity number. There's people over there going... You know, twenty thousand people people going. There, there's no place for this on my TV screen, and there's you completely the other side going. I would have loved to them to have gone even further with yeah. it. Like not not even just create a piece of dance art around this. I would have liked to them to protest it and take yeah. a knee for the whole thing. Like you're so because I haven't seen it. Of those people, but I only because you've told me about it. You said I want to talk to you about art and politics. Have you seen the diversity thing? And I was like, what diversity thing? And this is the thing. Right. The fact that I didn't know it had happened. Yeah, means that it didn't make way. It, what's great is that uh, it's a TV show that a, a, a lot, of, a people lot of people are watching. So yeah. the message is going to a lot of people, mm. but it isn't reaching outside of that. Right. Whereas I think if they just kneeled down for six minutes, <laughs> I, I might have heard about it. You wanted a full on protest. Oh man! Because um, then I have to like it forces you back in yourself. Yeah. I, I I think, and maybe it's the difference between art between art and entertainment, and there is a hundred percent a place for both. Yeah, they can, and I also maybe they can both exist at the same time. Is that one forces you to see things within yourself, and the other uh, gives you things to see outside of yourself. Mm. And there's there's two there's two points here. Um, one of them is is the one um, where you know you, you said you can change channel because this is an argument that gets thrown around and it's the most annoying thing in the world. This is being shoved down my throat. I'm not here to have you know a political statement shoved down my throat on 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 a Saturday night. No one. My stance is no one is shoving anything down anyone's throats. Yeah, you're only ever one button away from something else. Yeah, just there's 900 million channels nowadays. Like mm. just change the channel if if it's not. You know, but then they say no. But me and my daughter, we like Britain's Got Talent, and we want to we want to sit and watch it. And and one of the arguments was, you know, there, there's a place for it in art, and and it's it's there somewhere, mm. but not on a family entertainment show like Britain's Got Talent. What what do you say to that? Because I think that's exactly the place where it should be on. May because it's shows like that, like you said, people are. Saturday night, they want to just sit down and, and enjoy some entertainment. Then, you know, people that don't want to watch the news. I'm getting so bored of the news. Stacey yeah. watches the news all the time. Obviously, it's part of her job. But yeah. she loves watching it and she's interested. I find it so tedious and so boring. Um, and, and a lot of people feel like that. And they'll turn on something like Britain's Got Talent. So, therefore, I'm thinking that diversity did exactly what they should have done. They, sh- they should have that on Britain's Got Talent, right? What do you think? Like, yeah, it should yeah, be the place, to, right? Mate, it's a current, current programme. Yeah. Like, that is... You can't escape that. Like, say, mm. if, you want, if you want for sure escape, put on something that was made 10 years ago. It's all... Like, it's all there. Yeah. Choose, choose something else. Choose a show. But the reality is, is you're watching a show that is uh, at, a, at a current time. Like it's a current a current entertainment show, which means that it, it's also I don't know. There is a part of me. The reality is, Britain's Got Talent is a commercial enterprise, hmm. and Oscar Wilde, mate. There's only one thing worse than being talked about, 
yeah. it's not being talked about. Yeah. So, and I, I don't know, like I'm, I'm massively distrustful of huge entertainment franchises because, because viewers and money is key and mm. people talking about it. So I don't know, which again is why it'd be, I, I, I would have liked it if it made an even stronger stand. Because right. it's a little bit like a middle finger to the to the entertainment thing of being like, <laughs> we're going to choose not to entertain you for the next five, six minutes. Mm. To force you to think yeah, about this. A, a, exactly. Mm. Instead of doing some perfectly capable dancing with a great message, mm. I'd rather they did something else with a great with a great message. Yeah. But only for that for that specific show. Right. Because because what they actually did was stuck with the formula. Like I don't, yeah. I don't like like it. They still did the dancing. Like why? Why? This is the thing: is it's the people complaining. What are they complaining about? You still got good dancing. You still got good dancing. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. Like what, what, yeah. what? Like what do you? It's not like. But that's why I think it was clever because you you they gave the audience what they wanted. What they want is they want to tune in on a Saturday night and see these amazing dancers. Yeah. Diversity are a group of amazing dancers, yeah. and 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 they're really inventive with their choreography and. Um, and they gave the audience that exactly what they wanted. They just yeah. had, like you said, a theme running through of stuff that was happening in that year that was that meant something to them, that was powerful to them, and I think is is to everybody or to most people. And I just, it's like what I'm trying to get into the mindset because, like, you always try and think like, where are they coming from? Those people. I'm trying to get into the mindset of of those people that complained that are going I don't want this on my Saturday night entertainment screen and the only sort of reason I can really think and I'm sure I'm going to offend some people here is well then you're probably a bit part of the problem maybe you're a bit racist yeah or ignorant ignorant it's the classic thing of like if you like um, like inaction is yeah if you're not part of the solution you are part of the problem with this Mm. stuff like it's a it's a social problem that is uh, that that affects everybody. Mm. Even like it's it's the reason that the for so long it's the reason why a, a program like I May Destroy You can can only have existed now. Yeah. Or, or have got the publicity that it's got now and things yeah. like that because yeah. because actually before it TV companies want to make money. Mm. So they put shows on with a, like a demographic that they know will sell. And the reason they know it will sell is because 15,000 people will write in if something challenges them a little bit too right. much. Right. Like that's, that's the concern with people complaining about this is going, oh, come on guys, like you've got, you've just got to understand, oh, I don't know. It's, mate, it's so difficult, especially for two privileged white guys. Yeah, exactly. Like it's so difficult because, because I feel like I I don't know. I it's so hard to understand what it must be like mm. to not have like I can never understand what it not no. be like to not have that. And I I remember because we've both come from like working class families with not money and so you but also from places that were predominantly predominantly white. Yeah. So so you weren't aware of race when I was growing up because because everybody was as in like it was much more about if you were really poor. Or yeah. if you couldn't afford a school uniform. Do you know what I mean? That was where discrimination happened yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. growing up. Yeah. And it was only like getting older and moving to other cities where I was like, oh shit, like this is... Like, actually, they have much bigger... They, uh, other people have much bigger problems than I do. Yeah. Like mine was just like a micro, my problems were micro problems within that place. Yeah. But yeah. if you are still in that place, wherever that is, 
they're still your problems. Yeah. So it can be hard to see that somebody you don't know and don't identify with because they don't live where you live or whatever mm. has a bigger problem than you. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, which again is part of the problem: the fact that people cannot cannot picture it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate, exactly. We, and it's a really important point that, yeah. Yeah, to acknowledge that we are too. Privileged white men talking about it, and 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 we're both a bit. Even before we did this podcast, we said you know we were slightly uncomfortable about going in to talk about this because we don't. It's not our place to be the ones that are talking about the issues of of race. You know, racism. It's not our place to be doing that. Just fully supportive of inclusion and opportunity. Hundred percent for people of color. And 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 you know, our, our conversation is more about the place of of art and, and where it's, you know, the, the, the people saying that there's no place for this in art or there's no place for this in entertainment. And one of the arguments I saw was that, yeah, but I'm watching this with like my young child and it's putting, well, like, I'm hoping it's a safe space to, for us to just w- watch and enjoy an entertainment show and not have to worry. But then my kid will turn around to me and, and say, oh, why, why is that man leaning on that man's neck? Or, you know, what, yeah. what's, what, why are they saying that? And, and my argument to that would be that's exactly why it should be there. Yeah. Because we're quite happy to, like, say every year on Strictly, we, we do, um, uh, when it's Remembrance Day, yeah. we'll do a Remembrance Day number celebrating the, you know, remembering the, the soldiers uh, that, that went to war and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, we wouldn't shy away from yeah. that. And so those people that, to me, are talking about this are going, this is a safe space. And it's like... It's a safe space to you within those confines of what you feel comfortable yeah. in. And the, the, like you're right, the, the younger generation now need to be more aware of this stuff. And that's what, that's what people have been saying. The message is we need to educate. Yeah. We need to um, inform ourselves and, and we need to teach our kids. Yeah. Not, I mean, me and you don't have kids, but yeah. uh, the, the, younger generation, <laughs> the younger generation, the younger generation to be more aware of this stuff and not live in this little bubble of this is what's comfortable for me and I don't want to think about that. I think it's amazing that a kid would turn around to their parent and go, what's what's this about? Yeah, difficult questions. Yeah. Welcome to growing up. And then their parent parent can then go, well, it's about this. Yeah. And and this this is what they're trying to say. Yeah. Like, surely that's a whole reason to have the dance on on Britain's Got Talent. Well, maybe it's because, I don't know, maybe some parents believe that the only difficult conversation you're ever going to have to have with your kid is about sex. Yeah. So you get a good few years before you have to go there with it. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, okay, they're getting to like 18 now. I need to give them some sort of weird talk about sex. Yeah. Whereas actually, no, there's loads of stuff in the world, especially in the world we live in now with social media. Yeah. Like the world is the world is a shrinking and uh, like increasingly dark place, mm. and this idea of like locking your kid away from it until they're an adult and then being like just catapulting them and going off you go enjoy, yeah. like open interest. But I also think it's again that lack of understanding because it, people people just avert, avoiding it, going oh this is a horrible thing, but I I don't want to have to deal with this or deal with communicating why this might happen yeah. to this. To, to my child yeah so they just because they have to think about it then yeah it's this thing it's this it's just about I think it's people just trying to numb themselves and, and you, I totally understand it it's horrific yeah I remember I remember the first ah oh, I don't remember his name there was it might have been a couple of years ago now there was um 
Remember that video when it was uh, that black guy in the States and the, the first time, well, the first time it had been on our, our news where the police had like, um, basically like killed this guy, suffocated him. Mm. And he's like, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Mm. I've forgotten his name, which is awful. Um, but the, I remember the news didn't say that they were going to show it. And I remember watching it and then they say, and he died in hospital later. Or he, he died, but he was dead by the time he got to the hospital. And then you think, I just watched the man die. You didn't give me a heads up. Yeah. Like that's an, I've just actually watched a man breathe his last breath. Mm. Like that's that's next level. But then I also went, wow. But also the fact that this is this is also really important. Mm. Like he like I'm not his friends. I'm not his family. Like the fact and and the fact that this is that isn't about just one man. Actually, it's about like a system that is basically built to, built to either incarcerate or kill this person. That like statistically is. The odds are so against him. Mate, I've, I've never been pulled over by the police. No. Once, for speeding, and they didn't breathalyse me. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you just think... It's only when you start to think like that, or um, friends of mine that are black who live in London, same city I live in, how many times have you been pulled over by the police? Oh, all the time. He's like, oh, I won't travel with, like, four of us in one car. Mm. And you can't just be... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, man, like, I... Yeah. Mm. But I, but I'm also I feel even the fact that I have access to now to access as in I've been lucky enough and privileged enough to have lots of friends and I have a job where I meet new people every day who are from like every walk of life and every uh, color of skin and religion and creed and everything and, so, and I'm in a privileged position where I get to just like listen and go. Like what? Like mm. what? What's the deal? What's happening? Like how mm. do you? How? How does it work? And so, so again, this even this conversation is from a place of privilege of knowledge, of knowledge. Yeah, the fact yeah. that I've been in enough rooms now with enough different people to just shut up and go. Oh, which is why I get so passionate about it. But I also sort of run out of words mm. because it isn't because it's a battle that I would fight for, but I. But I'm, de- but but also realise that I'm also st- like basically stood on. We're not coming from here. the same place. Yeah. To, it's not our place. It's to like an fight old school general yeah. stood at the back, like nowhere near the guns, but not intentionally, just yeah. because that's where that's where you were like yeah. brought up. While, while loads of people are actually like on a daily basis having Living to deal it. with some terrible, terrible stuff. Mm. Mate, I've skated so far away from your original point. Just no, no, on, but that's, on, that's on, right. on, well, I knew I knew that, that things would do it and. And and just to reiterate for everyone talking, like we do understand that like that we're two privileged white men uh, talking about this whole issue, and our intention is just to talk around the subject of yeah. of art and its place, like, yeah. like w- whether something like this should be in art. And I think we're we're both very much in agreement yeah. that absolutely it should and be. And also, there. They, like the group's called Diversity. Yeah, nobody had a problem with the group calling diversity or being diverse until they said until they until they <laughs> yeah. were just a little bit louder with their message. Yeah, yeah, and everyone went, "Oh no, that's way too diverse to be talking about real yeah. world." Yeah, because actually, just, yeah, the, yeah, what they, what they are as a group. Because when did they? They've been around a while, right? They've been around for a while now. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. they were like a, a large group of diverse dancers, mm. and mm. which again was going great. Well, this is excellent. Yeah, as in when they first came on the scene, talented, diverse interesting people hmm. and then they go okay cool we're going to use some of this to try and give a message out or reiterate a message hmm. and, and also within their dance that there was no actual like violence or things that like 
oh, I can't let my kids see that. You know, yeah. it wasn't like an 18 movie. No. Do, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like that. It was a it was a dance, and they did it within that context of it being a commercial dance on Britain's Got yeah, Talent. Yeah, yeah. Like like it. So that I, that's why I don't I don't buy that argument of like. Oh, it's not a safe space for my kid to sit down and watch Britain's Got Talent anymore. Like yeah. when they're going to have politics in it. I didn't. I just didn't see it like that. Like, Although we don't have children, no. That's so true. I, like uh, just from a, and I, I don't know. I don't know, as in I actually don't know. Hmm. Like w- when you're bringing up a child, like who decides what is the right way to do it? There are obvious. Yeah. That, do you know what I mean? Violence is not yeah, like yeah. you shouldn't be hitting kids and stuff like that. But hmm. in terms of like how you. And when you um, feed them knowledge or get like what you let them see yeah. in a world where it's so easy to see, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if an eight-year-old can work an iPad, they can find pretty much anything, anything. they want at, yeah, yeah. at any point of the day. And I, I'm sort of backtracking on myself now because part of me has gone, oh, actually, who am I to tell somebody how to bring up their kids? Yeah, yeah. Just because, I, because the world would be a better place. If everybody was liberal and accepting, yeah. if everybody was, just by definition, it would have to be. Yeah. Because some people aren't. Yeah. But then who am I to tell a parent, like, how yeah. and when that happens? Yeah. Because it, 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 like, it's that pig-headed privilege thing of being like, everybody should be liberal. Go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. But I, I think we're both very aware of... Um, and, and it's why we keep sort of reiterating these points and let's yeah. acknowledge this and let's acknowledge that. Or, almost, not censor, but just... Um, acknowledge our, our, our place and our, and our position yeah. in this all the time in that our, our intention is only ever to discuss around around these issues and it's it's never to lecture anybody into what they should do or, or, or shouldn't do and, and we're, you know you're a nice person and you don't want to um, you don't want to offend anybody or speak out of turn neither of us do want to yeah. speak out of turn or upset or offend anyone. we're not in a we're not I don't sat know, I'm here going. To offend sometimes. <laughs> but I don't think either of us are sitting here going, "You should do this and you should do that." It's just from our, we're just discussing it from our um, viewpoint and where we sit within yeah. it all. And and um, another point, just on on the point of art, I can't remember if I already told you this story. I think I did. Um, but like, I, I've been wondering whether to sort of talk about this on a on a podcast or not because I, I think it's it's um difficult territory in terms of like you can say something wrong and 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 especially when there's you know journos who are who are sat there listening and it's their intention for you to, to try and find something you've said right to I make you get look me a bad. quote in the daily mail i'll have <laughs> yeah, made like, it like you know what i mean it's like oh where can we make them look bad yeah. chris man claims it's thursday on a tuesday <laughs> yeah wanker um i think you know, I've, I've, I've worried about having conversations like this, but it's, it's only coming from um, a place of always, you know, kindness and, and willingness to understand and willingness to um, see from different points of view and just discuss and debate in an adult way rather than get angry and, and throw things at people on Twitter and, you know, that kind of way of going about it. But... Um, when it comes to um, say the, the the transgender community, it's a big conversation at the moment. Um, obviously, it's been like the like the other conversation we just had. It's been around for you know year, years and years and years and years. But right now, it's a very big conversation. And um, so, Stacey, my, my girlfriend, she 
has transgender friends and and through her work she's she's uh, worked with like transgender prostitutes in, in in Brazil and things like that through her documentaries and and so she has one sort of experience of the world and one viewpoint on transgender people now me as a sort of like you say white working class brought up guy from the north <laughs> like mm-hmm. I that I know of for the longest time I'd never met say a transgender woman like or that I know of <laughs> you know like unless I just didn't know at the but time that's the point isn't it yeah <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah no yeah. it doesn't matter at all yeah um but um when we were talking about it something you know some conversation had come up on Twitter and we we'd ended up talking about it and Again, I was trying to sort of... I'm always trying to look at everything from different sides and what would their argument be and what would, on the other side, what would their argument be? Uh, like, I don't think it's healthy ever to just go, this is the only thing that's right and I'm sticking to it, mm-hmm. unless it's <laughs> something proper serious, like, <laughs> don't be racist. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah, everyone yeah. just not be racist? Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no counter-argument for that no, at all. There's, yeah. there's no argument for, well, we should be. There's yeah. definitely no argument for that. Um, but... So talking about like art and its place and what it what it can and can't do. Me and Stacey were having this discussion and 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 of course I was like, you know, if if I was to meet um a transgender woman, say one of your friends, Stace, and they wanted to come around for dinner and, and, and all of that, I I would I'm I'm happy to call anyone whatever you know, if, if they want to be known as he, she, or they, um, have, whatever they want to be called, I'll, I'll call them. And you always want to be kind to everyone. And does it, but I was saying, but what about this? And what about that? And, and she was saying, well, I, I don't know if you'd, I don't know if you'd even ask that question. If you'd met a new transgender people, if you understood where they were coming from, blah, 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 blah. And then completely by, by accident, it wasn't because we were talking about it. Um, we watched a series called Pose on on BBC iPlayer I think it was mm. or maybe it was Netflix anyway it was this series there's two se- seasons of it an American show about the transgender community in um, New York and sort of the the, the ballrooms and the, the voguing sort of um, ballrooms in in New York and um, like it was oh god it was amazing it was I loved it like I, I didn't know much about it and I had a few friends that had said oh have you seen Pose you should definitely watch this it's really good and I just you know you've got a long list of shit you have to watch on Netflix oh I haven't watched Tiger King yet and then we, we got to it and, and I just me and Stace binged it like two seasons of it in like a few nights <laughs> it mm. was like we just couldn't turn it off and it was amazing but the it's the, 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 all the main characters uh, for the most part are like transgender women and so the art the 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 tv show like like a lot of art or books or you know whatever is it forces you to empathize with the main characters like it forces you to empathize with the protagonist it puts you in the shoes of that person Mm. so even, even if it's something that where we sort of understand that that person is a bad guy for example, like like we all we all watch and love the Batman films, but then there's Joker, and Joker is sort of supposed to be the bad guy, but then you watch that latest Joker film with Joaquin Phoenix, and you're forced to empathise with him mm. and what he's going through. So I think that's what like art does. And on in, in Pose, the the main characters are 
transgender women and you go on this journey and you sort of forced to empathize with them and their lives and what they have to deal with their challenges and you know mm. and and I came out the other end of it so, so we finished season two and I said to Stace do you know it's so interesting that we'd had that conversation before watching this mm. I said now that I've seen that you're right that question that I asked you before watching it, I never would ask now. And it, well, I want everyone to understand before everyone goes, oh, what, you're transphobic? Of course I'm not. Um, it, it was nothing unkind or, you know, it was just, but what, what, what about this? You know, think about this or, you know, whatever. Um, I would always want to approach everything from a position of understanding and kindness, you know. Um, but it was, it's a question that I asked that Stacey would never have asked because she's had more experience of, of it. And I watched that and I went, God, like now I, I just see it completely differently. Um, not completely differently, just, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like my experience, my, I've, I've experienced it in a way because I was forced to empathize with the main character. Mm. So I feel like I've been in her shoes for a while. Yeah. Um, and very nice shoes they were. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I've seen you in those shoes. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, and, it, it was really interesting to me because it was like, I've, you know, read things about um, what transgender women have to go through. I've read arguments on Twitter. I've seen documentaries or, or you know, I've had information come to me. And I've got all the information and you always want to inform yourself, educate yourself, that sort of stuff. But it was that piece of art that put me in the shoes and forced me to feel things. Like it forced me to get emotional about something like something happened to that character and it and it made me cry and it forced it forced me to get it, it like it tugged on my heartstrings it it was that that got to me and made me see that situation in a different way than what I would have previously and so to me it was like it really hit home like that is the importance of of art like I've said before I think we even said on, on the podcast when you came on last time like art is there to express something that you can't just say in words mm. like it's to give you like a certain feeling so I think that is what art is for and so to me when we talk about is there a place for art is there a place for say the messages and themes that were involved in diversity's dance on Britain's Got, Got Talent I'm like that is surely what art is all about actually is mm. art is all about to me humans trying to figure out our human experience yeah. and expressing it in whatever way we can whether it's drawing a picture singing a song taking a photograph choreographing a dance performing yeah. a play or a movie it's just us Wait, nobody's ever out. written in about mac the knife no one's ever what written in about mac the knife no. It's a song about killing somebody. Right. <laughs> Literally like tying concrete around his ankles and... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But because it's sung in a jolly way... Mate, this is, this is it. Like, like, wake up. Yeah. It's because you've not listened to the... You've, like, you've let it become a thing where you go, oh, I like this tune. Frank Sinatra does it. Yeah. Still a song. It's still... A, like, it's, it's, from, it's from Brecht. It's like yeah. a song. Like, Brecht's whole thing was like... In fact, it's Brechtian, mate. Brecht's whole thing... Brett was like a theatre theater practitioner. Was you have a really strong message, but you like you do it with a with like a jolly dance and a song or something. 
It's what, so you offset things? Yeah. So you so you exactly like that. You'd be singing Mac the Knife about killing somebody. Yeah. But but happy days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, it, yeah. because it, it's sort of like you have to force yourself to be like, wait a minute, what's this person saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ex- exactly. And and I just feel we, we've been doing uh, to me. I, I mean, this is getting really extra and really deep as I as I feel tend to with all this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but like. <laughs> I, I, I can already hear it coming out of my mouth and I'm already cringing at myself because I don't mean it in this like oh, wanky way but like to me art is is art is what religion is like art is like the the bible to me or any book you know for any religion yeah. is a piece of art it's people trying to express like telling stories yeah. to try and express what it is to be human trying to decipher what is good what is bad that thing that makes that makes you go oh i shouldn't i shouldn't do that yeah. I, I should do this you know what is good what is right or what is wrong what is good what is bad yeah. what what is peaceful what is aggressive like just us understanding what the world is for mm-hmm. us as human beings is what every piece of art that comes out of it like yeah it's that, us expressing that. The Bible, to me, and I'm going to upset some religious Christians right now, but the Bible, to me, is the same as the Lord of the Rings. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a piece of art and a collection of stories that go, here's a situation, and you're sort of forced to put, you know, the, the story of, you know, Cain and Abel, or mm. the story of Frodo Baggins. It's, yeah. like, it's just putting you in a situation forcing you to empathize with something or to feel something when you experience it yeah. to go yeah if that was me how would i behave hmm. do you know what i mean like some things are just information yeah here's what happened here this is what happened with this and some things are tugging at your heartstrings and forcing you to feel things about that experience hmm. i know i'm waffling right now no, but no, like no, no. but that's that's what annoys me when i hear you know there's no place for this in art. When the people that were complaining about diversity's dance, when they're going, there's no place. And that's what I wanted this discussion to be about. So do, is, what do they actually mean? Is there no place for diversity on this show? Yeah. And then they're wrong. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. they don't make the show. You're not paying for the show. Oh, well. No, you're not paying for the show. No. Not on ICV, you're not. No. So, do you know what I mean? That, again, is that thing of going, and it's this weird thing of going, oh, I like this show. If you don't like the things on it, you don't like the show. You like the idea of the show. You like Saturday night. You like sitting down at the same time and yes. not thinking about anything. Yes. Turn the telly off then. Talk to each other. Yeah. There are so many, like, this is what's so difficult. Imagine the amount of effort. I don't even know how you complain. So they've had to find out, mm. unless, you, unless it's somebody who does it all the time, you have to find out how to complain and then write it down. Mm. You've had to articulate your complaint, and at no point along that along that did you actually come up with anything better than I don't want to talk to my kids about this. Turn it off then. Talk yeah. to your kids about something else. Mm. Come on, guys. Like if Stace puts on the Kardashians or whatever, the 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 housewives of the Real Housewives of wherever. Yeah. You know, Stace likes to sort of switch off and just watch something like yeah. that now and again. Horrendous humans and absolutely <laughs> crap telly. But, but I don't have to watch it. Yeah, I'm not here to debate whether that's good or bad. Like, yeah. I, I, I sort of switch off and I'll sort of play on my football game or whatever. Like, yeah. on my iPad. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't... The act of complaining to Ofcom 
is an is a, an active thing to do. Yeah. It's a decision that you've made. That I am going to act now and complain about this. Like if it's not your thing that you're watching on Britain's Got Talent, you don't enjoy it. You can switch over for four minutes. Yeah, and then come back to it. Or get Friends cancelled, mate. Friends, watch watch an episode of Friends back. It's outrageous, right? On every level, <laughs> because it it was at a time. Firstly. Who cannot have a job and live next to Central Park? It's not a thing. So it's completely, it's completely unbelievable. And also, there are no black people in it. Right. In New York. Right. Like, come on. And yeah. this is what I mean, is people are complaining about somebody with, somebody with like a positive message trying to make the world a better place. Yeah. And yet they'll still stick friends on and go, I love this episode. Yeah. Yeah. The one where all these rich, privileged white people just do their thing and we all accept that Joey hasn't worked in eight years but still lives next to Central Park. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Wake up. Yeah, yeah, And I'm yeah. not saying you shouldn't have enjoyed Friends. No, I'm just saying no, exactly. that if you're going to start complaining, take a look at things that actually, like... Yeah, that's the point. That's the point. Because I enjoy Friends as well. I think Friends is funny. But... <laughs> Which you obviously don't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm indifferent to friends, as you may. Yeah, but yeah, the the ideas were not. I'm not here to say like that. You know, everyone's just going to like what they like. Sure. So if you don't like something, don't watch it. Watch something else. Yeah. But to actively complain about you know, twenty thousand people have, have complained about diversity doing this dance, and I'm not here to tell everyone what they should or shouldn't do. Again, that's not the idea of this conversation. Yeah. It's just I struggle to understand why anyone would complain about it. And you're right. It was a positive message that they were putting forward. And I think more power to them. Like just, 100%. Yeah. I, like, wish, I wish everybody in a position of influence used that yeah. to be positive. Because the reality is, mate, for, for me, most of the people I meet are liberal and um, open-minded just because I, I take pictures of people who work in the arts. Yeah. Like and, and and all the things I do on the fringes of it are to do with art or photography or fit like or filmmaking. So it just as an industry, it tends to be fairly liberal, and I'm around lots of different people like yeah. like that. So, but the reality is nobody's listening. Like nobody outside of the people I know. Mm. Uh, I don't have a voice that reaches that much further. That's what I'm saying. Mm. So much as I I, I am. Every day, trying to live my life in a way that, in an uh, what's the word, an inclusive, anti-racist, anti, uh, anti phobia, phobia, any, yeah, any phobia, yeah, yeah, any any phobia, anything yeah. that's not inclusive. Yeah. Uh, like I'm trying to be anti that because that's what yeah. I can do on a day to day. But the reality yeah. is, is if I meet five people a day, yeah, do you know what I mean? My reach is. If yeah. we all do that, great. That in theory is, if everyone does that, then the mm. whole world gets for the better. Yeah. But if everybody in a position of influence, Saturday night with ten million people watching you, right does it then then it, the message spreads quicker yeah that is why we're where we are because somebody took a video of a horrific act and pressed share yeah because they went you could and it's true if if i'd read that in a newspaper which would never happen i would have been that's disgusting but i wouldn't have felt like i feel now like i can't unsee yeah. it yeah yeah i can't unsee it yeah and, yeah. I, and, I, and, I, and I don't mind that in a way of like, I wish I could. I don't, like, I don't wish I could. No. But what I mean is, is the power of that. Mate, it's, the reality is, it's a video. It's, a, yeah. it's an art form. Yeah. But it is just, but it's a documentary. Yeah. That somebody, somebody mm. went, this is important. Mm. I will video this. Because I'm sure they didn't video it. They, they didn't video it going, I'm enjoying this. No, no. Horrific. I can't imagine what it feels like. I even have empathy for the person that, that in that moment when, 
I have I have to do this. I have to yeah. video this because yeah. something is happening. Which if I don't do this, nobody will no quite believe it. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's that's what makes it so horrific. Yeah, and there's no cutaway. There's no edit. There's no. It's just like uh, uh, yeah. It's it's an uh, like an astonishing thing, and we're lucky mm. it exists. But also, it's it's horrific and cannot be unseen which mm. is why people don't people don't like being reminded about it because yeah. they go oh but we've had that moment in time yeah and now i've moved on to saturday night britain's got talents back on i'm gonna switch off for a minute yeah no you're not yeah and i mate and i exactly. wish it was no you're not every 10 minutes exactly every five yeah. minutes and then, yeah i'd like more of it yeah coronation it. street is a no you're not it is a yes you are mm. it's half an hour you get three times a week I don't know, I don't watch Coronation Street. Neither I do I. Know. I guess I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I take that back. Um, yeah, Coronation Street, when I was watching it as a kid, right. it was definitely <laughs> like a switch off. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. So basically, we concluded we'd like to see more of it. Yeah. Think, Subvert the system, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, again, approaching it from just wanting to talk about it rather than make any kind of big point or, or tell anyone what to do but I think maybe if if you did feel the need to complain about diversity's dance I, I, I guess it's just maybe have a think about really or, why what got you to that point yeah if you can if you can if you feel like you can articulate specifically what it is that that took you to a level where you put pen to paper or fingers to typewriter and said, I need to complain about this. I am moved to complain. Please, like, email Kev yeah, or whatever. Get I, because, yeah. I, because I'm also fully aware that the pair of us are having... DM a, me. A, yeah, exactly. Having a great old rant about how wrong it is to not be liberal. But we the reality, might be wrong. Yeah, exactly. We and might I, be wrong. And do you know what? And I, I'd love to learn something. I'm, yeah. The reality is... I. I am never going to go backwards from being liberal, but I may become more understanding mm. of why you might complain about it. Yeah, if so, yeah, you're right. If someone can can really thinks they have a different point of view on this, and and we'd only be interested in just talking about it, not here to have big Twitter rants because nothing ever gets achieved on oh. on Twitter. 140 characters, yeah. What? But like just just talking about it as adults, then yeah, DM me and maybe we'd. Maybe we'd talk about some more of them points or maybe even get you on the show yeah, and, exactly. and we'll talk about it. But um, yeah, for now, I, I yeah, I, I personally sort of congratulate um, Diversity for, for doing what they did and I enjoyed the dance and I think they should continue doing what they're doing. More power to them. Absolutely. Cheers, mate. Any I love time. having these conversations with you. Um, you should come on the podcast more often and we'll just talk about stuff. About When we talk about the nature of art, I just love it. We, we both get like so passionate about know, it. Mate. Um, yeah, so we should do it. We should do it more often if I'm, I'm done. right with you. 100%. All right, cool. Easy. <laughs> Cheers, mate.